you might think there's going to be differences, but a lot of times you'll find one outlier that's just wildly different. And the trouble is knowing this out of time. talk about this topic that always tends to be underrated underrated so to speak yeah mm. I, I think misunderstood people, to some extent yeah people just don't really dig into it deep enough to really get the fact that there is a thing called system synergy and it has to do with when, when we mean synergy the system synergizes with whatever the transducer is that's producing the music and your room and your ears and your music. So Everything, yeah. It's a complicated topic, which yeah. which is why it's very confusing as to which way to go with this. But synergy is is a combination of things that just happens to come together. When it does come together, it's phenomenal. Well, you notice. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you, if you walk into somebody's room that has that set up where they've already spent typically years doing this, refining the system to a point where it fit, everything just works, you walk in there and you're bowled over, like whoa! I've seen that with speakers and you know two-channel systems. People That's hard to do with two-channel. Mm. It's mm. yeah, you got to have the room. You got to have a lot of things in, in the right uh -huh. places. Yeah, most people don't have that, <laughs> but the people that have spent the time and money, wow. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we'll talk about as it pertains to headphone systems, and that's a tricky one because what we see commonly is people buy gear that's good, and it could be exceptional. You could buy a headphone, an amplifier, a DAC, whatever, and that could be a great piece of gear. But when you put it together in your system with your other stuff, it's just good and it isn't exceptional. And that's a difficulty. Um, it seems to be you hit a point where your hardware is good enough, the differences that you're talking about are very minor between different things. So if you get something that maybe one particular region is a little better or worse, accentuated or whatever, it doesn't necessarily always mesh up perfectly with another piece of gear that's made by a different company, different brand, or whatever. And that's not to say that the same brand always guarantees you get good synergy, but sort of gives you better odds, kind of. I don't know. Most of the time, when I see the same gear, it usually works pretty well together, you know, by the same brand. You at, the, at the higher end. Yeah, yeah. At the higher end, because they tend to have, you know, I, when you get to the upper echelon of gear, they, they've weeded out most of the problems with the sound, right? Well, so to speak. They're using all their stuff usually too to develop all the Well, that's things, true. So. That helps a lot. That's the biggest issue though. How do you know what to buy if you already have something that you like? You already have an amplifier and you think it's great. You like your headphone. You're looking for a DAC. How do you know which one's going to have good synergy with the rest of your stuff? Well, there's not like a synergy number on things. You know? Yeah, that's the impossible <laughs> task, right? Like Geranimals. Mm. I don't know if you guys remember that Geranimals used to be able to match clothing for kids like the top uh, and the pants no. and i don't know if it was a i don't know if it was an animal on each tag or mm. something or a colored animal but you if you match one animal with the other then that means that those two pieces could go together really. oh. huh. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> we, maybe we should start maybe the audio's guys should start doing that we need like a uh, uh what would you call it an audio yeah. audiophiliac number <laughs> so well, to speak. this is actually kind of possible and if you have stuff that's very neutral, flat reference, usually it goes together fine if that's the sound signature you're looking for. 
The trouble is when you have something that's trying to fix a problem, that's where you get these really exaggerated issues with Synergy. Sometimes you have amplifiers made for headphones that are a little wacky. They're, they're designed to solve a problem with the headphone and they do it in an unusual way. And as a result, if you pair this with the wrong headphone, the wrong DAC damp, whatever, you could get issues where it sounds different. Where it sounded great with this other headphone, it could sound bad with another headphone. So what seems to be the biggest issues with this is people think that because this system sounds good, that all the pieces in the system are good. That sort of might be the case, but it's not a reliable method. And unfortunately, sometimes it's just the system in its complete configuration that, that's good. And if you take pieces out and you change stuff, you need to reevaluate. That's the hardest part with this stuff. You know, when you think about it is that most people don't have all these different different gears in front of them to play with. Well, if you did, it would be a lot easier. Yeah, you know, Just mix right. and match. It'd be nice to have three or four amps, uh, three or four DACs, three or four headphones. And then, you know, and that that's what dealers are for. And, you know, if you have a local dealer that has this stuff, that's a good learning curve right there to a good it's a good chunk of the learning curve to be able to take a headphone and plug it into different systems and go oh now i see you know yeah. the same headphone how it responds and reacts and sounds completely different on each system which is like okay like people have never done that would be like well, what's going on here that's potentially misleading it can sound completely different well, yeah. sometimes it sounds practically the same Right. Well, Other times it is totally different. And then you might want to reconsider so, the headphone. <laughs> well, it depends on the system you're plugging into, right? Sometimes you get really good systems. You can plug into one, you plug in another, and it sounds very similar. You can't really tell the difference. And this is especially common with DAX, yeah. where it's hard to tell sometimes. But other times it isn't. So it kind of, people could think that there is no difference with this thing because I tried two of them, and they sounded very similar. But it could have been your system at the time. It was limited and it wasn't able to tell you the difference or it could have been there really wasn't a lot of difference but it's shocking because a lot of times if you take a bunch of different amplifiers or headphones or DACs or whatever the differences are more pronounced than you would expect um, you might think there's gonna be differences but a lot of times you'll find one outlier that's just wildly different and the trouble is knowing this out of time well, knowing what's gonna work and what you want to hear without actually hearing it now, you've really got a wild card with, like, tube amps then. Because yeah. then it's not only the amp. Then you're like, oh, this guy's running these tubes that, like, they yeah. haven't made in 80 years, and they're, like, $2,000 a set. Right. So, and, yeah, with tube amps, you could change completely what it sounds yeah. like. So that's almost, a whole different thing. You know, it's almost like you make a one-off tube amp. Pretty much, yeah. A, no one else can find these tubes, yeah. and if they do, you're spending more than the amp cost to, to, to put them in, you know. Sometimes. And uh, and B, I mean, you know, he set it up for himself. I mean, it, it may not, that amp, even if you copied what he was doing, may not sound the same in your home, in your environment, um, if there, if you didn't copy everything exactly, mm -hmm. you know, the source, the cabling. Well, I've seen that before. People are like, I'm just going to get everything he has because I like it. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If someone's got it all figured out and you like it, then no more power to you. Yeah. You're done. But, um, you know, in fact, that's the simplest way to do it. It kind of is. Someone who already figured this out, yeah. you know. But then how do you know they're actually right? Well. Maybe figure it out for it, themselves. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, I mean, you know? you, if you listen to it and you like it too, well. Right. You got to try solved, it. Right? Yeah. And it's almost, that's the other thing we should talk about. It should be more of a long-term listen if you could do it. 15 minutes doesn't usually cut it. 
Um, you know, particularly if you're not familiar with that type of sound, where you've never heard it sound like that before. Like if something's way different than you're accustomed to, you got to give it more time. Your brain isn't used to the acoustic, the sound, whatever. You yeah, know, it could be weeks if you're really not used to it. It could be. T- it atypical. takes time. Well, Fifteen minutes usually. It helps yeah. if you do it all the time. If you're always listening to speakers and headphones, all different kinds, all different places, you kind of get used to yeah. doing that. But right. yeah. If you're not doing that all the time. Yeah, if you have a huge subset of knowledge in your head yeah. as to what sounds like what, and yeah, you're right. It, it's easy to go, oh, you, because you're almost always overlapping signatures at some point, and you kind of already heard, you heard how things combine, and yeah, you'd have, a, that takes a lot of years. Yeah, yeah you're not going to do that. You really got to play with shit, too. So, you know, I mean, and there are people on the forums like HeadFi and stuff who, in the community, who have done that. They've mm-hmm. gone through a lot of shit, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Everything that's currently available, they've gone through it. And they're still going through new stuff, yeah. right? So. But even then, their tastes are what set the difference between them and you. And if even then, you know, what they like may not be what you like. And they could listen to a different type of music. And that type of music could prefer a particular exaggeration in the sound signature in a particular region. And it could benefit from more bass. Or, or be totally relaxed in a way that you don't appreciate. Sure. You want, yeah, some people really like that. You want more of a forward mid-range presence and this thing's laid back more or vice versa. And, um, you know, yeah, so everyone's got a different, everyone's in a different point. I know I always like to use a ladder as an analogy where everyone's on a different step on a rung of the ladder. Well, um, that would indicate you always want to be higher on the ladder, sort of. Well, I mean, it, it's, an, it's a ladder of experience. Mm-hmm. The ladder, yeah, ladder st- for stands for experience. It, <laughs> it doesn't stand for how much you spent. It's not a money ladder. Mm. It's experience, right. although they could tend be. to go hand in hand. Could be. You know, t- they tend to go hand in that hand. That is a thing. Sometimes you could find combinations of inexpensive gear that work very well. Now, they tend to not actually be that competitive in the high-end space, but if you have very good synergy in a low-cost system, you very much can excel uh, beyond the point of a higher-end system that has bad synergy. That's pretty easy. So it matters potentially a great deal what gear you choose. The issue is it's very hard to have someone else pick it for you. You could pick systems that are known to have widespread good synergy, and that's obviously a a good start. If you're starting out and you don't know anything, asking someone that you trust their opinion, that you think that they would know best. So if you already know something, maybe contact that manufacturer. If you already know you like a headphone or an amp or something, maybe contact them and say, hey, what do you like that goes with this? That's, That's probably true. a pretty good idea. Yeah, uh, most of the manufacturers try out other stuff to know what yeah. works well with their stuff. So, yeah, yeah, they probably know. Well, the other thing, too, at, if you're beginning at this, too, at the lower end of things, is that, um, like, a company that comes to mind is JDS Labs. Yeah. They're a U.S. manufacturer. Of, they make low-iron stuff. It's three, $400 amp stacks. But they just happen to make everything. They make a deck. They make an amp, and they match each other, kind of like this stuff does, mm-hmm. right? But at the low end of things. And the beauty of it is that they can tune, they can tune the DAC and the amp to go together. And I mean, there's, I know if going back from the two in the in the two-channel speaker world, that's kind of important. People are always mix and matching gear. In headphones, it's even more mix and match than I've ever seen on the yeah. planet. And it's extremely, in history has shown that it's extremely difficult to get two pieces from two different manufacturers to actually be of perfect synergy. Very difficult, very difficult. You'll get close and you may get, you think you are where you should be. And a lot of times maybe you can do better than matching both their pieces from the same manufacturer, maybe, mm-hmm. you know? Sure, but, if you try everything. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. But you're almost always better off to go with the, 
the same manufacturer for both piece for for all the pieces um you know and uh it's a it's a it's to me it's a way it's the path of least resistance so to speak mm-hmm. you know they just because they get they mixed it they mixed this they, they, they mixed their sounds or they they blended i mean these pieces at the lower end aren't perfect they're always going to have they're always going to sound like they're not really highly refined but you can make that sound nice it could be pleasing it could work with a lot of different gear or headphones um you know because they were made to work together so something to consider on gear if they're experienced when they're designed, if they really know what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are, we're talking about companies that have been around for years. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, usually within the same company, you, you, you'd run like the same design philosophies for all your pieces. So that's why they would usually work well together. True. Yeah. So, and usually they design it around what makes sense for people to buy, right? Like in the JDS example, presumably their DAC is designed to work well with their amp. Right. And, well, they have one with an integrated DAC. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, simple one-piece box. Yeah, even yeah. easier. Yeah, yeah. You could just do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> just buy one box that does everything. Yeah. You design the whole system <laughs> to work well, which makes sense. But short mm-hmm. of that, I think a good start, if you want to get on the path to learn, is try pieces. But it has to ideally be more like five plus to really get a good picture. I think, at least for me, if you try two different things, it's kind of hard to say which one's better or worse because they're kind of better and worse in different ways. And then you're left speculating, well, which one do I care about more? What matters more to me? And then you're concerned about the price point, the style, the aesthetics, and stuff like that. Uh, if you have five, six, seven, eight pieces, like if you could manage to do that, and this is a big undertaking. Sounds confusing. Yeah, yeah well, that's the other then thing. Then <laughs> it's usually, it's, it's actually pretty clear a lot of times. So yeah. if well, that's true. If yeah. you're shuffling through a bunch of different pieces, a lot of them is where it's like, well, this is just, this is an outlier. I'm not interested in this at all. Right. Mm-hmm. And you could find a couple then that actually excel. And it's easier. It just takes a lot of time. Yeah, the problem Patience. is the, the number of permutations involved when you start having yeah. multiple yeah. sources and multiple. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm going to use this DAC with this amp. Okay, now I'm going to use this DAC with this other amp. Now I'm going to use this other amp with that DAC. Yeah. And, yeah, well, you know, because yeah. I mean, if you have three of each, right, that's nine possible combinations. <laughs> <laughs> if you have the patience to deal with that, that's, you're right. Well, mm-hmm. the way you know? to sort it out is almost always to find the one thing that you think is your go-to. You kind of sort of can't live without in your system. For most people, that's probably going to be their headphone. Find the headphone that works for you. That's a a good start. And then with that, then you're just trying to find a system that works for you with the headphone that you like. But for some people, it might be an amp that they really like, the designer, the philosophy, whatever, right? There could be a bunch of different reasons for these things. Well, and that's particularly important at the higher end of headphones, particularly at the top of the headphone food chain. Yeah. It's... Uh, synergy with the gears, critical. Yep. It is. Yes. Well, you need to, you need some some baseline things to be met. Enough power, right? Usually is the biggest right. problem. A. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like uh, output impedance could be a problem on some things. So you know, like two amps and stuff. So there's a lot of base yeah. things you need to. Yeah. You know, you want some that. harmonic structure to the sound. You don't really want an amp that has. A million dB of negative feedback. Where okay, great, it measures just wonderful. It's got point oh 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 nine percent distortion, but it sounds like I don't know what would it sound like. It sounds like a chainsaw. <laughs> well, I don't know it's not that. noisy. It's just that you hear every fart coming out of the muffler. <laughs> Something like that. It's an interesting way to put it. Yeah, right. You know, it's like intimately just too. It could be much too much in your yeah, face. Right. You know, and Maybe it's just like, and, and that's that. What happens is you tend to with with a lot of negative feedback. You 
you drop the you drop the THD, but you also strip harmonics out a lot too, which is what you're measuring is total harmonic distortion. A lot of times that THD, that little bit of THD, actually helps the amp to sound better with music, not with measurement tones. Well, you'll music. get tube amps. <laughs> they right. typically have point oh 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 percent yeah, THD. Not even close. People like the way they sound, so. Different tastes for different folks. I think most amount of two amps probably stay around a, under a percent or so. You know, in the headphone world. Yeah, but you if know, you print the specs out, they don't look very good. No, right. Doesn't mean the amp doesn't sound good or yeah. isn't enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, but on a like a lower efficiency headphone, a little bit of if the t- amp has a little bit of noise, tube noise in it, you're not even going to hear it because the, oh, the no, headphone's low efficiency. Not. So yeah, no. that's that's a again, you know, so you're looking at synergy where. You know, like speakers were like that. Remember the horn speakers that a lot of people have horns are like 103 dB efficient. Yeah. I mean, and in the headphone world, it's kind of similar. When you get above 100, you start to hear all kinds of stupid shit in the system. Then you, you need know? an amp that's optimized <laughs> around low noise. Yeah. And 15 milliwatts. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It doesn't need power. It right. just needs to be really quiet, you know. So, yeah, you don't want to mix. You tend to not want to mix high-powered amps with high-efficiency speakers or yeah. headphones so right. you know that's that's another part of it. again you know you should ask questions like that if you're if you got a headphone like that and it's and it's in that league where it's got it it needs certain needs usually if you go through a dealer they'll they're going to tell you that they say do you have an amp to go with this what is it oh mm-hmm. and, you, and you think oh it's a great amp everyone thought it's great it works great my planers and then you get this 103 db efficient and you plug it in it's like yeah. <laughs> right it's like oh that ain't working mm. uh so you know and then you might blame the headphone i've heard people blame a headphone for humming you know mm-hmm. that's common it's not the headphone mm-hmm. the, yeah, it doesn't know they how to don't hum. know no. that's right they can't hum. Mm. <laughs> let's tell you that straight up headphones don't hum. well technically some could if they're active you know yeah like i know. guess yeah <laughs> if they have a built-in amp i guess it's possible yeah, yeah, but, but even then pretty unlikely yeah, it shouldn't hum but <laughs> something's telling it, it to know the words <laughs> yeah yeah it's, yeah yeah right it's getting the words from somewhere else mm. so on that note we should probably get going because <laughs> if anyone's made it to this part of this at the end of this video congratulations i hope you're subscribed because mm. you're a diehard you win the prize mm. yeah. yeah you win the prize yeah. congrats we haven't quite figured out what that is yet mm-hmm. yeah yeah we should have a joke at the end of every video but oh yeah can't, can you think of one? Oh. um Nope. nope. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's the joke. It's a good one. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>